Hello? Are we live? How we doing? Uh, there he is. There he is. All right. Well, let's get right into the fucking episode, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Shetty Show, episode number 22. How's everybody doing this week? Good? <laughs> you know, uh, to be honest... It's yeah, it's been a really good week, man, and it's it's funny. So it's spring break for all the NIU kids, and I mean, you know, it it doesn't feel like spring break because I'm studying and working. Uh, but it's funny seeing all the people who uh, are my age going on that last spring break. And you can just see it. Like, you see it in the Insta photos. You see it in their eyes. They're like, I really just do not want to go home after this is over. <laughs> and, you know, I've already accepted. Uh, Florida last year was my, like, line in the sand. Like, this is the end of this chapter. Uh, but I'm that type of guy where I see people I see people having a good time on a beach. And I don't get, like, jealous or sad. I get motivated. I'm like, yeah, you're on a beach. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not I'm that guy. I'm like, you know, uh, I, I, I just want to – I need motivation to work. And, like, I like that – I like what Jordan did in, in that doc where he, he made up a story. He made up a story to get motivated for a game. And I've low-key been doing that with half the shit in my life. I'll make up some shit like that person said some dumb shit about it. They don't think you can do it. Yeah? All right. I'll study for four hours. All in. All in, baby. All in. I think that you should still do boys trips, though. Oh, I've... oh dude, dude. I'm telling you. Once this once this is this little, uh, this little run that I got to go on here to get all these exams done is over, work. <laughs> get the squat. Get the squad. We're going to Vegas. We got to do Vegas first. And then we got to do some type of like event. I think, I think I like, uh, I like our boy Tuttle's idea of going to Scottsdale. Uh, yeah, I do like that idea. That sounds like, you know, Arizona, someplace hot. It sounds like a, a going to go to a gate, some sporting event. You know, we got money now. We can, what, uh, we what's can, close to Scottsdale? What Scottsdale have? That, the. the the Phoenix Open in golf. It's got that that hole. Uh, have you heard of the 16th hole at TPC? Uh, oh, that's that's what that is. Okay. So yeah, it's like that stadium hole, and like man, that's actually like it's actually wild. Like you know, I mean, you were a caddy, you know how nuts golf is. Yeah. Uh, it, and like you watch the best golfers on earth just put it within five feet. It's kind of crazy. It is crazy. It's also crazy that. There's a fucking arena for the sport of golf. That makes no sense, but it's awesome. It makes no sense, but it totally makes sense. Yeah, it does. It's a it's a very pro drinking culture. The golf is. Golf is just. I think honestly, by the time I'm old, is gonna be in my books the greatest sport. I can already see it because the number one, the amount of utility that golf brings like just in general socially yeah uh you know with all different types of people like when i play with my granddad we'll get paired up with like you know and we're playing in england so we're getting paired up with some dudes from australia we're getting up paired from some guys from nigeria and it's like it's just cool like they're to see their talk about their culture for three hours you know yeah uh, goes back to the sauna thing except it's three hours you know, you ever get paired up when you play golf with some random people? Yeah. Hopefully they're good. I mean, like we've had a, I've had a couple like, you know, just straight weirdos. It's like, oh fuck, you know, you guys go ahead. Well, well no, we'll wait. No, 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 don't worry about it. Don't. Oh, uh, you guys go. go. You guys go. But most of the time, you know, it's it's a it's a pretty chill bunch of people. Dude, I'm telling you, it says uh, there's this article that says, according to businessmen. Over ninety-three percent of relationships improve on the golf course. Oh, do they have to? You're you're getting four hours of therapy. I mean, what are you talking about here? You're talking about the problems with the girl. You know, you, you, you yeah. Your girlfriend does this, that. What do I do here and that? Four hours later, you got clear mind. Clear mind. You probably had a couple in you. You're fucking that too. You know, you got, got the sun. 
get a couple in you. The sun's coming down. You're playing a very nonchalant sport. You fucking hit the ball, get in your cart or walk to the next hole. You got plenty of time to have conversation. Bro, I don't know how the fuck people walk when they play golf. Like, Dog, I, you got to walk. I'm telling you. I think it's the no best way to play golf. Way. I love playing golf in a cart. First of all, I'm not a PGA Tour pro anything close i'm not hitting it straight where it's like oh man look at this you know i'm not getting in any you gotta like i hit it like on the other course i gotta drive you you want to you like driving but no i mean in terms of like you know eventually i'll play medina course three i mean you gotta walk that you have to walk you literally have to you can't take a card on it but you know it's like that's one of like the beautiful courses but yeah i mean i know people it's funny like I, i play golf with my dad and his buddy and uh his son and his son like plays golf and he was in the cart and his dad's walking the whole time. So, I mean, me and my dad are in a cart, so we're, you know, we're moving together. But the dad's but walking. Like, yeah. Dad's walking. And I'm like, damn, dude, if my dad said he was walking, I'm fucking walking. I mean, you pay your ass. I'm not getting in the cart. Yeah. Get the pops walking. I used to caddy for trios and quads that would do that a lot. For some reason, one would want to walk and then the other two would just cart it. And that's how they would play the round. And it was pretty I don't cool. Know, like, okay, like your buddies want to, like, you want to walk. That's cool. Like, but your buddies want to play in a cart. Like, why would you slow the entire game down by walking when there's a you, cart with an open seat right there? You, you know what I noticed? At least in my time caddying, a lot more nonchalant games happen in a cart. A lot more games where there was actual real money on the table, the golfers would walk. This was actually very common in my time. I remember there was, ah. there, there was this one golfer that I caddied for. He was one of the better uh, golfers at the club. And anytime I would get him and he was playing a big money game and I would like hear the rumblings, it, he'd be walking nine so, times out of ten. He'd what's, be the most, what's the most you've, uh, you've seen wagered on a hole or a game in golf uh, that mm, you caddied for? Most that I overheard, uh, ten bands. A hole? Yeah. Oh my god, dude. There so That's incredible. There's a hundred there's a hundred and eighty grand on the line. Yeah. Oh my god. To to give <laughs> to give you some uh to give you some what's it called? Some background info on it. There the actual match itself. So I just kinda tying in with the last episode, but I just bought a car and at that dealership the guy who owns the dealership is a member at that golf course. And I caddied for him back when I was like 15, 16. And his son and then a couple other people that he was playing with, these guys have a ton of fucking money. It's institutional at this point. So they literally would play for a ton of money a hole, and it was nothing to him. But yeah, he owns like four or five properties and dealerships in the Chicagoland area. Dude, he's he's loaded. It's so amazing. It's just playing for ten thousand dollars a hole, and it's nothing. It's yeah, like- I mean, I mean, some of the members. So like, I literally walked around right behind uh, Paul Canerico, eighteen holes. Watched him play. He was in the group ahead of us, so I was just watching this guy tee off every hole. And then um, Patrick Kane showed up there multiple times. Kyle Fuller when he was on the Bears. The literal creator and founder of Skinny Pop was a member there. I think she still is. Uh, she was actually a really good golfer. Um, the, there was a couple of really uh, famous lawyers in the Chicagoland area. Who that's were... the thing, too. Networking-wise, you're part of a club, a big club. Oh, Man, yeah. I dude. think that's why they it, do I think, it. it, it I mean, yeah. Yes, they know what they're doing. First of all, like, yeah, is part of it, I want to go to a very amazing golf club every yeah, single time I want to play golf, not have to pay money every time I want to play golf. Yeah. The club and the amenities and all that shit. But yeah, dude, the other half of it, I mean, like there's a bunch of guys who have golf club memberships that don't even play that much golf. No, you know, they're there because they make one deal and it's paid for like three years of their fucking membership. Right. There. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah, man, I, I, that like, I remember as a kid, uh, you know, always looking at it as, oh, you know, like if you're, if you're, if you're like, you should only do that if you're like super rich. I'm like, dude, honestly, you should do that if you're like, I mean, obviously you can't be like, you know, broke or like even close to broke. Like you got to be making, you know, upwards of more than six figs. But like once you yeah. do that, 
once you do that, it's worth it for you to join one of these clubs because that can mm -hmm. take you from six figs to seven figs. Oh, for sure. Um, I think the starting membership at my club was 40. 40 for a the year. year. Yeah. It was 40 for the year. Okay, you got to be making a bit more than 100. But, but that's also if you were Jewish. So they charge you more if you weren't Jewish. It's a Jewish country club. Got it. Okay. So there, there was like three or four. And what's funny is when I started. Wait, 40 it, was the Jewish rate? Or, or the yeah, 40, rate? 40 is the Jewish rate. So when I started there, they actually didn't allow anyone else in if you weren't oh, Jewish. You didn't wow. have a Jewish background. But by the time I was probably 16 years old, I think that they started losing membership. So they opened it up to the crowd, but you had to pay like an extra 20 grand more. So Sweet. I remember I remember like there was talks around at least the, uh, the Caddyshack of three Irish guys who just joined. And all three of them were paying around 60 uh, a year, by the way. So like this is a year salary for some people just Animal to fucking House, go to a country club. And by, and, and by the way, let's keep in mind here, golf is a six-month sport in Chicago. In, yeah, in Illinois in general. In yeah. Illinois, yeah. yeah. So yeah. It's, it's, it's like you're paying 60 grand for six months of golf and then – going to a banquet hall to get your food for the, for the, I mean, it's just, yeah. it's crazy the type of money these guys got, but if you got it, you got it. Oh yeah. And like, I know, I know Medina in the winter is a shooting range, you know? So I mean, Oh really? Still, oh yeah. They're, they're, oh, there's always stuff to do. There's okay. always stuff to do. You got to keep there's the got, members entertained. Bro, there's gotta be, you know, it, you know what it reminds me of a little bit district one in hunger games. <laughs> What was District One? Was District, that the... District One was President Snow and all the people who dress? Like, oh, okay, okay, okay. The okay, rich okay, fucks. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. District One was the the rich motherfuckers. That's what it was. Uh, Dude, let, let's fucking. How about this weekend, Patty's Day? Oh man, <laughs> you had a good time. I had a great time on Patty's Day. If oh, you saw, man. if you saw me on Patty's Day, y'all didn't see me. Y'all saw my alter ego. That was <laughs> if you if you if you saw me from six a.m. to about twelve p.m. You saw me twelve p.m. on. I don't think you saw me. You saw oh. somebody else. Oh man, uh, it was great. It was, it was great a great time. time. It was a good seeing all the boys though. It's good saw seeing a lot everybody. Of boys actually hadn't seen some of those people in multiple years. Uh, so if you listen in the pod, good to see you guys. Yeah. Say what's, what's up. Every what's yeah, say what's up. Uh, we got phones. We could text. I know. I know it works both ways. We could be sending those texts too. But hit us up. Let us know how you guys are doing. Um, dude, did you finish the Kanye documentary? We never finished the, uh, talking about number three. No, I haven't watched anything. Oh man, I haven't watched anything though. Nothing at all. No, I've been. I've no, been, you've ramping, been grinding. I've been That's ramping fine. up the uh, the studying. Well, you've been grinding. That's fine. That makes sense. But dude, I I, just, I need you to watch that third one. When I, I know. I, I I I've heard. I've heard. I need to. Because uh, the the first two are nothing like the third. It might it honestly might happen tomorrow. I actually don't have work tomorrow. And dog, if you wake up, what what's the first thing you do when you wake up? When you like eight a.m. You wake up. You got no. work. What like time? Six thirty. You if you wake up at six thirty, you go to the gym right away, or what do you do? No, I. I really, I think I fuck around on my phone for like an hour. Then Dog. I study. Then I start Dog. work. The then... hour you fuck around on your phone, just trade it for the Kanye doc. Yeah, but half the time it's like you're half learned, asleep. I, yeah, it, it's like it's the it's the wake up in the morning. It's like okay, I'll go take a shit, you know, make the coffee, all that kind of stuff. But um, no, I will. I will. It, uh, it it'll get there. It, it's one of those things where your phone is such like a, it's, it like I turn on do not disturb now like half the day. I need to. It's for myself. Yeah. It's because like I literally will feel the vibration or like we'll see like the phone move a little bit and you'll grab it down and I'll grab it instantly and I'm mm -hmm. like fuck like I'll be in the middle of like doing a practice set of questions and I'll grab my phone. It's like why are you doing that? Like I've, you, I've been doing something similar when I go outside. I try not to look at my phone anytime I step outside. The gym outside. is the biggest one. Number one, because the AirPods just decide like – What music I, comes I, next? Well, not that. It's like they'll announce messages and like it's – and uh, I don't want to turn it on and off every time I like have them on because sometimes it's really nice. It's really like useful. But 
like when I'm in the gym, I just turn on do not disturb because there's honestly like, what? Well, yeah, sure. I'll be on my phone for one to two minutes and I'll track it, but it's because I'm reading something like I won't actually be like typing on my phone because I'll be sitting there in a message box for like an hour, like sending snaps for fucking five minutes and I don't want to be wasting time. Right. No, that makes sense. Um, yeah, I noticed that the same exact thing with me too. I'm just trying to limit my phone time. I feel way more productive when I'm not looking at it. All right, be honest. What's your what's your screen time? I could look it up right now for you. Uh, yeah. I don't know exactly off the top. It varies week to week with me. But um Oh, that's on. really fucking high. I'm at this week, I'm at five hours thirty minutes. Yeah, I'm at six hours. Yeah, yeah, that's not good. Dude, dude, that's not good. You know what day fucked me? Today fucked me because I was off today. So I did eight hours today. So that brought it up. But, yeah. Yeah. The day, like, yeah. But that, that, I don't know. Like, that's, that's, dude, eight hours is a work day. Oh I spent my a work God, day I on my phone. I, I know. But here, here's the thing because, like, Gary Vee was talking about this, right? I remember this was like a few years ago. And it's just funny. I sent you that Gary Vee thing uh, today or the other day mm-hmm. about him spotting Gunna really early. Yeah, I was like, yeah, of course he did. But um, he was like this whole thing about like screen time. Like, yeah, like sure. Limit like the limit, like the social media if you want. But you're like going to do everything on your phone. And it's kind of true. You do a ton on your phone. Yeah. You know, that's not just like scrolling through, you know, it, 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 you do actually do shit on your phone. You're going to keep doing shit on your phone. Yeah, um, so I, I'm thinking about being on that gang where like I sell my phone and basically pay the 150 every year to get a new phone. I might uh, join that gang. Yeah, well, I mean, it's yeah, your most you used asset. It's your most used asset. It, it you is. literally use it. What, what did you say? For like, I I've had multiple eight hour plus days. Like, you know, we use it half the day, that or half the time we're fucking awake. You know, like you might as well have the best device if you already have it like a newish phone, you know, but then yeah. again, your phone's meant to last. You know, I, I go normally I go through like the five, like I'll wait five years until the thing like I'll I, I'll be nervous if I don't have my uh, my uh, afternoon early afternoon charge. That's when, you know, you got to you got to get a new phone. <laughs> That's how my A plus was. It was like, oh, shit, I haven't charged it. It's 1 p.m. It's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> That's bad. What phone do you have and what, what's your uh, battery life at now? 13 Pro. Um, oh, you I just upgraded, kind of yeah. I just you upgraded. Just, okay, um, you're, you're good. But you're good to go. No, dude, I actually saw this the other day. My battery health is at 97. And I have, This is not, the phone's not even a year old. It's not, isn't it not supposed to go below like 99 for a year? Or am I just wrong? It's- no, I don't know if that's a stat. I know mine. I've had mine two years. It's at eighty five, so it's it's getting there. That's the thing. The A plus to like that's the thing. The first four years, it like I was like, wow, this is like it's still it still like, works, yeah. still just as good as everybody else's phone. Everyone had a better phone than I did, right? So I was like, I'm uh-huh. not gonna upgrade this. And then the fifth, oh man, it was a fast decline. It was a very fast. fast. Decline, I know? feel like ever since the five. Uh, iPhone figured out the okay. Let's put enough battery in this thing to last two years, and then they'll have to get a new one uh, in two years post that. And, and I know the incentive deals that all of them offer, right? All the renewal deals at like T-Mobile or Verizon or oh, AT&T. it's awesome. Like, it's all two years though. It's every every two years. Just trade in your old phone. We'll give you a new one. You keep your plan. Nothing changes. Nothing changes, and you pay about and you maybe buy, pay like three hundred, four hundred more. I buy. Yeah, I mean, I buy my phone outright. Cause I don't buy them every year. So, or every two years. And honestly, like I like buying it outright. I think it's a smart way to go. If you can do that for sure. I think buying anything outright, if you can afford that is probably the move. Not taking on payments on anything would be the ideal world. But I mean, yeah, but t- it's so built in now. It's like, you could still, it's like, it's only, it's only an extra like 10, 15 bucks a month, I think on the plans. And it's like, well, just fuck it. It might as well. Yeah, might as well. Dude, T-Mobile offers a really good deal, though. You get like $800 a phone if you move with them. So you basically get a new iPhone free. You just pay like 300 400 extra. Present value-wise, yeah. 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 Yeah, you basically get you basically get a new phone every time. As mm-hmm. long as you can, you know, like the, the, those plans, like dude, to get a new plan, 
they keep going up like they keep going up like pretty high to get like because now they don't even offer like i don't even think many places offer like gigabyte plans besides like cricket wireless or something like that yeah, like, it, all unlimited unlimited it, data <laughs> baby unlimited all oh, 5g you want a 5g phone we got 5g for you do you know how how important brand is when it comes to phone how many people do you know with cricket wireless oh dude none Metro yeah pcs <laughs> no nobody's got that shit if you got that shit you, you're frowned upon dog and it's not oh, yeah. i'm not trying to diss people who have it because you got to do what you got to do but Sprint. It, it's 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 one of the <laughs> shitty things about the phone industry. Yes, even Sprint gets shit, but Sprint's oh, merged with T-Mobile. T-Mobile now, yeah. T-Mobile's supposed to be a lot better now that it merged with Sprint, but oh, it has because I've had T-Mobile the whole time. Yeah, I've wow. I uh I had AT and T for like six or seven years, and I moved over to T-Mobile, and honestly, I can't tell you much of a difference, really. The only time I'll notice that T-Mobile is a little spotty is in very large crowds where AT&T sometimes would give me a little better signal. Oh, dude. Speaking, that's, of, the, that's speaking of the shamrock crawl, a call could not be made. Entire, like, <laughs> no, it, like dude. And we're out there for 12 hours. Like, oh, man. I, like, you couldn't, you couldn't send texts. Couldn't you couldn't text, everyone's phone no. died, so it really wouldn't have mattered if the signal was picture perfect but. dog my phone died before i blacked out <laughs> that's that's, that's how happened. long that's that's how long we were out there bro my phone died before i even blacked everybody's out. phone like, died. like i remember Besides my phone my... dying like yeah. we were we were we were all chilling by sluggers i remember that and i was like oh, Wait, your phone died at sluggers at sluggers bro that's Yo, when my you... phone died. wow this man wow dude i would have been freaking out I would have been freaking out if I didn't have my phone for that long. Uh-oh. I I also had Devin though. Shout out to Devin. She was holding it down with the phone. But then yeah. she but then hers died right after. So it was just we were donezo. And then and then Jack's died too. <laughs> it was just one after another. You know what song was playing? Killing him softly with this song. Killing him softly. <laughs> That's funny. Dude, <laughs> I was uh so I was watching this video. Speaking of music, I was watching this this YouTube channel where it's like this guy shows his dad music and his dad reacts. And it, <laughs> his dad has to have heard. I saw, I've watched enough of these videos now. His dad has to have heard at least some of these albums. But he, uh, because I was like, I was telling my one buddy the other day, I was like, I cycled through listening to Kanye albums over and over again, um, which has moved like, I mean, Kanye is like definitely a number two in my eyes now. Like I. It it, it so makes is, sense. Is yeah. Jay Z Kanye to you? That's your one too. No, no. Uh, Kendrick's my number one. Where's Jay? So wow, you you bumped yeah. him over Jay. Yeah, I mean it's no disrespect at all. I mean Kanye is like like if you look at the body of work, it's like it's for our generation especially. Hove's music came out in a generation before mine. Doesn't mean I don't like love it, but Kanye's literally came out like throughout my childhood, and that sets a different tone than any other music like that's the other thing with kendrick's too they've all come out at like very transitional moments in you know the the story of my life so it's like when the when those things happen you know the music's gonna set in at a different level but so i was listening to a beautiful dark twisted fantasy and i was like yeah this is my spring album it was warm outside i was sitting outside and I was just playing this album over and over again. The stuff I think I got caught up on was the all of the lights intro might be one of the best intros to a song I have <laughs> ever heard because it's a technically it's a it's a whole it's its own song. It's the interlude, mm-hmm. but like played in or like in unison, and it's like holy shit! Like that was incredible. This this man created an orchestra on that entire album. That whole album has a different sound in every song, but it's unbelievable. The entire album. I can't even, I think that may be my favorite al- uh, Kanye album. Yeah, uh, like I said, dude, I really, I cycle through my favorite Kanye albums. It's Well, let's, let's rank them right now. Let's fucking just rank his albums. Because honestly, I think I, that see, that's... See, this is my problem. This though, is, dog. It's, it's, I, could, I could name you t- like two or three at number one if you count Watch the Throne. And then like a top five, it's just, it, it literally rotates. But I'll go through my favorites. He, he, I'll, I'll give you my, my list. And this is just me looking at it right now 
I might move things around. But okay, he's got how many projects out? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Are we counting? Watch the throne. Yeah, that counts for sure. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen projects, not including Donda Two. Because no okay. one's no I one's fucking list. Yeah, no one's listening to Donda Two. It doesn't count. Um, I'm gonna go bottom top. I think that's gonna be easier for me to like narrow this down. Donda at the bottom. Jesus is King is second to last. Okay. I'm going to go yay is above Jesus is King. Yeah. I'm going to put Kid See Ghost above yay. I actually yeah. like Kid See Ghost. But by the way, like just because yeah, he's at the bottom. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. <laughs> like Jesus is King. I still think Jesus is King for a gospel album was raw as hell. Like I'll put that out there. Sure, it's not Kanye's best work. But for a gospel album, for what he was going for, it's oh, it's the it best, fucking, dude. It's the it, best, like non-gospel music, gospel album. I think I've ever out there. Heard. Yeah, I've ever fucking heard. And by the way, I still listen to Follow God in the Gym" all the time. I love that song. But continue. So right now, it's Donned at the bottom. Jesus is King above that. Yay above that. Kids see ghosts above that. This is where it starts getting fucking hard. Right, because everything else I've experienced so far. Everything else is fucking – this is like his real shit. I guess I'm going to put Yeezus above that. Okay. Yeezus above Kid Sea Ghost. Very fair. Um, I know that's kind of an unpopular opinion within the Kanye community. Yeah, I mean – Because a, a lot of people think Yeezus is like one of his top three. I just don't – I think it's great. Don't get me wrong. But I don't think it's as good as some of his other stuff. Dude, he, I mean, okay, Jesus is incredible, though. It is incredible, but I, but I like. But here's the thing: I'm not gonna though. lie to you. I, I, I had Jesus in this exact spot like maybe a year ago, and then it changed I, for like, you, listen, dude. It was one of those things where like I, I, I heard Jesus the first time, and I was like, "What in the fuck is this?" <laughs> and it's progressively grown to this like. I've still come back and listened to it. Like, why would you keep listening to an album you didn't like? But okay. And then I kept listening to it, kept listening to it. And dude, at this point, like, I get that. Like it, it took this long for me to understand, you know, sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes you just got to acknowledge that, you know, I mean, this guy's a genius. Uh, yeah. He's seeing things on levels I'm not seeing. So. He is incredible. Um, to continue above Yeezus, I'm going to put late registration. Yeah. I think late registration was a good project. I think late registration was kind of the fluff after the college dropout into the graduation phase. A lot I think of late, songs on this. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I think late registration's above Jesus. Then I got Life it's of funny. Pablo. Well, hold on, hold on. I just want to say here's what the fluff is: Touch the Sky, Gold Digger, Drive Slow. Yeah. Bring me down. Mm-hmm. We major, like. Hey yeah. mama, a lot of good songs. <laughs> hey mama's fluff. Like, oh, like, man. like, this is how good this guy is. It's how good it is, and the, again, great fucking album. It's just not my, it's not the top for me. Sure, but it. So, so the order right now, we'll go through it again. Donda, Jesus is King, Yay, Kids He Ghost, Jesus, Late Registration, Life of Pablo, is okay. above Late Registration. Yeah, and then this is where it gets almost impossible for me. Exactly. I think I'm going to go 808s above The Life of Pablo. Because 808s okay. was the album that actually put me on with Kanye. 808s is incredible, yes. 808s is the first full album I think I listened to Kanye when I was a kid. You got, you got graduation over 808s then? Yes, I do. 100%. And then it's between... No, oh, no, no, no. So, here, so 808s above... Uh, the Life of Pablo, and then I still have Watch the Throne, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, Graduation, and College Dropout. Those are the yeah. last four. Mm-hmm. So I think above 808s, I'm going to put the College Dropout only because I was a baby when this came out. I got put on with it later. It didn't really affect me or move me in a, in a certain time period. So the College Dropout I, even though this will probably a lot of people disagree, maybe say it's his best album, whatever. I'm gonna put it above 808s. I gotta go 
I gotta go. My beautiful dark twisted fantasy above above the college dropout. Do you have graduation over dark twisted fantasy? Dude, I gotta put graduation at two, and then watch the thrones. Gotta be number one. See, and that's the thing. So, like, yeah, our early starts basically were the kind of the same. I mean, I would have one thing I change is I'd have I'd have Jesus over late registration, but we're in around the same ballpark. It's like these these like i said it's a cycle like i'll listen to graduation a lot at times i'll listen to 808s a lot at times I'll listen to dark twist of fantasy like right now a lot of times watch the throne is always played that's just never that that never cycled that you got two of the greatest artists of all time on a single album that was insanely expertly created mm-hmm. but um yeah man like music's great also the i've expanded the house uh, listening to like more chill house because I have noticed that uh, all the time I, sp- I spent like a couple days and I just didn't listen to any music at all. It was just pure silence. I was so locked in and I was like, damn, I mean, like, this is hell. Think, think, no, 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 number one, yes, but like you think you're kind of a little faster when it's not Dior blasting in your ear. I'm like, maybe let me try listening to chill house and that made it like, whew really easy oh man really good i'm telling you man i've said this on this pod before i'll say it again brazilian fucking samba just in the background while you're studying is incredible say what you fucking want about the music dude it's fucking such a chill vibe oh you don't know any of the words so you're not gonna get lost and stop paying attention yes brazilian samba's great you're just gonna start writing or typing whatever you're doing and you'll you'll actually get shit done for sure I think that's why some people like classical music a lot too, because there's no I, there's no I'm words. I'm not gonna lie to you, dog. I kind of like classical music. I haven't listened. I don't listen to it like fucking. Maybe I listen to it once a year, but when I do, like, yeah, I fuck with it. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't mind this shit, dog. I'm not turning it on. I'm not a psycho. No, yeah, I'm not <laughs> turning it on. Oh, first of all, no, I'm not turning it on. I'm not. I'm it's not. Like, a, I'm not in the gym listening to Beethoven. But I'll tell you no. this much. If it tum- if it comes on at like a coffee shop or some shit, and I'm like reading a book or something, or if I'm like just in there drinking a coffee, yeah, for sure, for yeah, sure. It's, it, it's like one of those. It's um, it's like that, or like I don't know. Someone, some rapper will sample a classical music song, and I'd be like, oh wait, wait, what, what was that? And I'd listen, and I go back and I listen to the the actual song, and you'd be like, what the fuck. Oh yeah, I mean, but still, like, you can get lost in the sauce. Oh, you can really get lost in the sauce. <laughs> Quote of the day, Chef Kapoor: You can get lost in the sauce. Don't, don't, don't get lost the second, in the sauce. The second you think that you don't have the opportunity to get lost in the sauce is when it presents itself. Don't get lost in the sauce. Shetty show. Shetty show. Yeah, let's Shetty talk about Mar- let, let's talk about March Madness. Uh, who did you pick? Brackets are completely busted. So when you're listening oh, yeah, to this, dude, this is why I want, I, I kind of wanted this podcast to be three hours ago. I had a perfect bracket. I was one of the 1.5%. Listen, I was never 1.5%, top 1.5% in almost anything. Okay. Definitely not top 1.5% of my class, but man, I can say today, I'm putting this on my resume. I was top 1.5% <laughs> in the entire world in today's bracket championship that had lost because Kentucky lost (laughs) to St. Peter's, by the way, St. Peter's shout out St. Peter's Jersey city, New Jersey. Is that where Uh, that's from? Yeah, that's incredible. You have no clue how incredible. No, that is. I do know that's incredible. Kentucky. Um, but yeah. Okay. So my back, it was busted, but it wasn't cause I was eight for eight before that I had Richmond beating Iowa. uh, That's that was big. You know what, bro? This year, I joined one bracket only because I was hit up by the kid and he wanted me to join. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to just do it. Fuck it. I, it took me two minutes to make the bracket. I pressed teams and I submitted it. Eddie, don't forget. That's, that's what I did. I'm not go, kidding. You. The person to go the longest and have the best bracket ever was like an 11-year-old girl. <laughs> This was this was a story told in my like business law class in high school. It was like it <laughs> I don't care how good you are at picking college basketball games. Uh 
like it, it's so random. There's so many combinations that it doesn't fucking matter. Isn't there a higher chance to win the lottery than to yes get a perfect bracket? There's not enough like like there's the amount of zeros. Like it, it's like I think it's ten Googles in, in zeros. And, like the Google's the biggest denomination we have for no, our number. That's incredible. Uh, it's much harder than winning the lottery. We'll we'll never see it done in our lifetime. It'll probably never be seen, maybe uh, ever. I mean, honestly, if it is, it's probably like that person is quite possibly the luckiest person of all time. Yeah, for sure. But, um, but that but is your final four still in? Who are you having your final four? Uh, let me look at the bracket actually. Uh, but in one of mine, I have Texas Tech winning. Uh, in the other one, I have there it is. I have them deep. I have. I Texas have. Tech. I have uh, Gonzaga, and uh, I have Auburn going to the championship in both brackets. Um, what else do I have? Take a look. I hate pull, how like when I'll you go on, on ESPN, it like decides to take a shit. <laughs> right when you need it to. I got um who you got winning all yours? No way, dog. I pick St. Peter's. That's incredible. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I literally didn't even look when I did this shit. I'm at 36%, by the way. <laughs> I pick Gonzaga, Memphis. So okay, here's a bracket I'm tied oh, for first in the pool. And, awesome. Uh I had I had Memphis, but so I had UConn that lost the also. Um, let's see who do I have going to the final four. Uh, Sweet sixteen, I have like Texas Tech, Duke, Arkansas, Baylor, St. Mary's. You know, big teams. I had Kentucky going to the fucking Elite Eight in this bracket. Ah, oh, fuck! I had Kentucky going to the final four. Yeah, that's so bad. <laughs> oh, that sucks because this is my good bracket. All right, but I regardless. Have, uh... Here's my four. I got Texas Tech, Purdue, Arizona, Kansas. Those okay, so four. in these in this other bracket, I went really like off the wall here. I have Virginia Tech going to the final four. Um listen. It's just fun to see the green and the red little bubbles. And I like this team. I have Texas Tech winning all of it. I have Houston in the final four playing Auburn, and I have Auburn going to the championship in both. Mm, I think I like Auburn a lot. They were like hot during the season. Charles Barkley's alma mater. Shout out to Auburn. Chuck. Fucking sad Chuck. to see when that guy leaves TV. It's going to be sad. I think he's, he's called it quits in two years. So in 2024, 20, he's done. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. You know, you know what, That's man? what he does at the blackjack table. Here's what I'm like. Yeah, he loves to gamble. Here's what I'm going to say about inside the NBA. It's the one show that I will always fucking watch if it's on. If I'm like ever in a at a point where I have cable TV on, I'd rather and, watch the halftime of those games than the games. Yes, dude, the Shaq, Chuck, Kenny, and Ernie are the best, the best quadruplet duo in in all of commentation. I I actually believe this. Um, I will. I literally see their clips on YouTube and I'll play them all the time. Like Shaq and Chuck roasting each other. That's the only way I keep actually track of the NBA now is through that show. And they do barely any analysis at all, which is why I kind of fucking like it now. I mean, um, no, honestly, I'm not there for their analysis. No, uh, no. I no. watch the fucking – I don't watch First Take. I don't watch Undisputed. I don't watch Get Up. I don't watch any ESPN show. But I yeah, do don't waste watch, your time with that crap. No, I do watch Inside the NBA whenever I just fucking need a laugh because it's a funny-ass show. It is comedy. Love it. Shout out the fucking uh, inside the NBA guys. Shout um, out those guys. It's really the last like, I don't know, good, good sports show. I don't know. I don't watch sports shows anymore. It's kind of sad. They just haven't like, they've all gone down, decided to go down one route, and you know, have fair play to you. But I kind of like skipping Shannon every now and then. They're kind of fun to watch. Um, I'm I, not do, there. I do. I do like. I'm really not there. I. As long as they're not making like really, really dumb takes. And even then, when I watch Skip Bayless make a dumb take, it's like, oh, this is great. This is great. Because I feel like yeah. he believes it. Like he actually believes it. I think my biggest issue now with both those shows is their personalities outside of the show 
has kind of trickled over into all their social media platforms. So it's like anytime you see Stephen A on Instagram or anything else doing anything, he's yelling like some bullshit about something. And then you got Skip Bayless is like consistently tweeting about LeBron or the Cowboys. And it's just so overplayed now. I think they're both like fully invested into their role and their character. But I really just don't think that's who they actually are. As Dude, people. I think Skip Bayless got the bag at Fox. Oh, he, yeah. Though. Oh, he got the bag. I mean, Stephen A is getting the bag, but he's basically carrying the whole ship. He kind of deserves the bag. Like They said he makes $15 million. I'm like, yeah. You know that guy doesn't take a day off? No. Like, when Stephen A is not on TV, it's like, what the fuck happened? Yeah. But um, he, he does fucking carry ESPN, though. Yeah, Harry's dog. Dude, like, and there was a dude, time back when we were kids. Ev- Think about this. Stephen A. Smith is like featured on Main Sports Center. He's got his own TV show. He's got first take. He's got like, a radio show. No, he doesn't do that anymore. No, he cut cut it out. Yeah, he cut that out. Which is, dude, that was the best. The Stephen A. Smith show was fucking hilarious because he would take, he would take phone calls and he would swear and he would like be more real. That was like the real Stephen the A. Real, yeah. Uh huh. Not the PC version. I really don't like – I'm going to be honest, though. I respect the shit out of Stephen A, obviously. I know, like, the journey that he had to take to get to where he's at is probably one that I'll never experience even. But I just think his character is a little too much. I don't know. That's just me. I know. I love the motivational video, though, where he was like, I was a beat writer in philadelphia and it, it's got dreams and nightmares playing in the background <laughs> oh dude it's actually like super motivating yeah it's a great story yeah it is i just his personality now is way too over the top for me oh yeah but uh so i was gonna ask you next was uh it's been a been a minute since we talked about the uh the gym goals how's uh how's everything going in that department with you it's been so the gym has been great up until the Shamrock crawl, dude. Because uh, what ended up happening, Shamrock crawl didn't go. So this was on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Sunday had work. Monday was grinding. Uh, you know why? And then Tuesday um, had the actual interview, and then work. So that basically Monday, basically Sunday, Monday, Tuesday were all washes because of that one thing. And then um, Wednesday, what what happened Wednesday? This was yesterday. Well, you worked out today. Yeah, I, I, got, I got back in it today. But honestly, like even going today, I did feel a little off because it was the first time I was there. Also, I was under the weather on Sunday, Monday um, after the crawl, which was really like – just shows you why you shouldn't drink really because like you put in so much work over a long period of time and then one day of drinking could set you back however long it is but yeah the the funny thing is is like so i uh i got back saturday obviously saturday or not yeah i got back saturday at night so i didn't go saturday at all and i uh so i was like okay sunday i was i didn't feel that great and I was still recovering, and it was like a lazy Sunday, so I didn't go. Monday comes, I'm like, all right, time to go. And, like, I felt okay. You know, I felt better. So I was like, all right, I felt better. I'll go. Man, I got there and, like, immediately was like, oof. <laughs> like, weight's going up slower. And, like, I'm like, ah, you know, I don't know what, what's going on. Basically, I get halfway through the workout, dude. It gets, like, I just feel like shit. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I got I to gotta get the fuck out of here. And I, like, yeah. honestly, I was like, honestly, I'm happy I went and whatever. And like sweated it out that night. Next morning, I felt incredible. Yeah. And then I go that day. And from then on, like I've gone every day since. But like the – like I remember my wrestling coach would tell me, he's like, you know, if you're sick, the place you need to be is right here because you're going to sweat it all out. And I'm like, uh-huh. Okay, coach. So people would like – and he would – he being sick was not an excuse to like – To quit. To like not show up to practice. Yeah. Which is hilarious because it's like, oh, you could just spread it to somebody else. That will solve the problem. But regardless, <laughs> it's so stupid because like I would sit – every time I'm, I'm sick, I do the same thing. I sit in my bed and I sleep for like 14 hours. 
and then it's gone in two days. Cause like I realistically, your body just needs to sleep, sleep it off. The sleep it off is the, is the real medicine. It's not go fucking work. You go to a three hour wrestling practice. It's not that. Let me tell you. Cause afterwards you're like, man, I feel like shit and I'm sore. <laughs> Dude, I will say, yeah, that's the, that's the only, this has been like the only, what is that? Five days that I haven't gone to the gym consistently in probably six months. But for the most part, I've been on top of the shit. I feel great. Um, I would like to gain some more muscle back because I did lose a decent amount of weight. But other than that, the gym has been very solid. Very, very yeah, solid. I need to do that uh, once this cuts <clears throat> over because I noticed now recently I've kind of started to lose some muscle, which is like going to happen at a certain point. But yeah. I'm kind of excited because like the way I'm built, it's like I could eat all day. And I have zero problem. Like I've, I've never in my life been the, at a time been like, I should eat a lot today. Like, <laughs> you know, it's been a minute since that's happened. It's like, oh, maybe I got like a, I got a, I, I can, I can eat a few pounds. I'm a few pounds light so I can weigh in whatever tomorrow. That's good. That, whatever. But like, that, I've never been consciously like, oh, I should eat more. That means your metabolism's caught up with you. Basically. Yeah, you know, and so past few days, I've kind of like, I've done that thing where I'm eating more towards maintenance. It's still like, I'm not eating any fast food, which is really good. But um, I've noticed like, oh, then the numbers go back up. And uh, I mean, like the numbers have never really gone down. They just plateau. Then yeah. I take a couple days, eat, eat to the, to the, the required level. And then all of a sudden, boom, we're good to go. Yeah. So that's another thing that happens with me sometimes too, um, when I plateau. So Definitely. I mean, for me, though, it's also the weight issue, right? Because when I was my heaviest, I was 155. I was putting up 225 for two. Oh, um, and but, uh, oh, wait, wait. Yeah, dude. I, first of all, I want to say congrats to that. First of all, not many people in the world. I found out like 97% of people can't bench 225. And you're yeah. like, you were like 150 when you did that, which is, yeah. like, you know, that's pretty. How many 150 pounders I know can bench 225? Yeah, I was I was a beefy boy for sure, but it was uh, now I'm like twenty pounds less, dude. I'm I'm around one thirty six right now. I'm very well, light. You know what's not less? So I can't touch that. But what's, you know what's up? Not less. Them interest rates, baby. They finally got hiked. And they did get hiked, and how many times? It's gonna be like six times throughout but the dude, year. Dude, either these guys are like I don't know how you could have a dumber bunch of people running the show. Like, <laughs> dude, they said last year. Jay Powell is on the record saying last year. Jay Powell is the chairman of the Fed, by the way. I'm not even thinking about thinking about it, raising interest rates. <laughs> and a year later he's like yeah we'll probably do this like six more times and we're like excuse me yeah so housing uh rates have already gone up mm -hmm. so housing prices might actually start coming down now a little bit um but that doesn't mean the cost to borrow is any different mm -hmm. and in fact the total cost to borrow is going to go up but regardless um yeah uh i i i do i i don't know if i said this last week or not but i'm like how the fuck are is like DoorDash and like Uber Eats going to operate with gas at six bucks a gallon in big cities? Yeah, I don't think we talked about this on the pod, but we definitely had this convo. This is a good convo like, to talk like, about. Like, dude, but... like, think about it. Their margins are so small. The people who do DoorDash and Uber Eats, like we did, are, have know the small margins that you're running on. And with gas, like, dude, it's costing like 80, 90 bucks for some people to fill up at the tank. Like, why would you do? Why would you do that? Like, why would you drive anywhere? Yeah, I feel like you're just breaking even on what they're paying you. Exactly, dude. You, it's it must suck right now for Uber Eats drivers. And on top of that, gas prices for anyone who's looking for that silver lining, it's not coming anytime soon. Gas prices are going to stay around this high for. Oh, uh, you could. I don't know. I don't I know think, what soon means. Like, like, yeah, a few months, maybe. Yeah, I, I probably. It's gonna probably, last another couple months, but yeah, I don't think till at least summer. Nothing and nothing will change. So, I mean, dude, we were making what? How much money do you think? Honestly, what percentage of profits were we taking home? Uh, ten, probably profit ten, per hour. Ten percent, fifteen percent. Oh, margins on the actual on an actual every load. Yeah, uh, yeah. Let me think about that. I would say, I don't know, like maybe 
I think total that we do it per hour. Probably take off. I'm probably netting twenty bucks out of twenty eight, twenty nine an hour. So I take basically ten off thirty. Uh, is what you know is your cost. But now, gas. Like first of all, gas was two thirty. Like gas yeah. is more than doubled. The gas yeah. is more than doubled. So think about yeah. this. Now you're only netting like nine bucks an hour. Yeah, that's and like fucked. I didn't even include the. If you really want to include the cost of everything, if you're doing this full time, I didn't include maintenance in that. Maintenance was like a personal cost. It's that doesn't. It's not included in the the cost of doing Uber Eats for those few months. So, like, and even then, you take that and take an insurance. Dude, you're at below zero. That's <laughs> like, fucking brutal. You have to be. Yeah. Like, uh, you better get like a massive tip cover that insurance alone (laughs) (laughs) that's so fucked why would you ever like this is such just a poor business model at this point the cheapest number that you can find in chicago is like 469 that's like the cheapest number and i've seen 459 but that's when you pay cash and no one pays cash yeah 459 that's yeah so slightly over double what we were paying at that time which is gross it's disgusting it's disgusting to think about that's uh, oh my god! It's like a hundred percent in two years. That's actually insane. <laughs> it's incredible, baby. Oh, yeah, what did we say we, was gonna happen? What did I say was gonna happen? No oh, man. Yeah, I wish we would have recorded some of our early, uh, our early pandemic combos because we definitely mentioned. Um, I wish we, I listened to myself and not bought half the stocks that I like was warning about at the time. I'm like, oh, you know, all this shit's gonna crash. It's been it's been rough. It's been a rough few uh few months. It's all right. We bounce back. We rally. Um, any final thoughts, Shiv? No, nothing much for me. This is a shorter podcast, ladies and gentlemen. We're still figuring out the logistics uh to get another guest up in here. Um, but it will happen. We'll it be a little happen. bit. There's a lot of moving parts going on uh for both of us right now. So yeah, give it it'll, give it some time, but. Realistically, by the end of May, early June, it's going to be a, a fluid machine. Um, the, the podcast machine will. So give us time. Appreciate all you guys listening. Um, shout out Austin Griffin. Hit me up about the podcast today. Uh, I know you've been listening to almost every episode. So shout out to you, my friend. Keep listening. Tell your friends. And thank you all for the support. Any final thoughts, Shiv? Boston Bitcoin. I'll talk to you guys later. Peace.